you're listening to the Lovely Bee Podcast, where it's our mission to inspire and empower each woman to become the person God created her to be so she can fully embrace her vocation as wife and mother with joy, peace, and thanksgiving. I'm Stephanie Roth. Thanks for joining me. and welcome to episode four of the Lovely Bee podcast, a happy, holy Halloween. Kind of dovetailing off of last week's episode on the communion of saints, I wanted to talk about a few things that my husband and I are planning on doing with our family for Halloween, um, and more particularly for the solemnity of All Saints, which is November 1st, uh, next Thursday. My husband and I just had a conversation the other day about how we really want to strive to live a more intentional liturgical life. And this, of course, is spurred by our two sons. Uh, We want them to grow up in a very Catholic family and to experience the fullness and the richness of our faith. And that involves celebrating the various feast days in the liturgical calendar. So we've kind of been brainstorming and have thought of a few ideas again that we can do both as a family with the kids, uh, of course, obviously when they're older and we'll be able to participate and remember, (laughs) but uh, we figure that we would get into the habit, the practice of living this liturgical life while they're young so that it's in full swing by the time they can remember it. And we also recognize that living this liturgical life is not just a show for the kids, but it will also enrich our own spiritual journey. And that's why, of course, the church in her wisdom has so many feast days and seasons throughout the year for our spiritual benefit. They give no further glory to God. You know, he doesn't need any anything to give him further glory. So they're truly for our benefit. So the first thing that I'm planning on doing in preparation for the Eve of All Saints Halloween is to make personalized patron saint candles. Now you can find various prayer candles in stores. They usually have images of Jesus or you'll see Saint Jude a lot. Some have the Blessed Mother on them. But I'm planning on buying just plain white prayer candles and gluing images of a couple different saints on them. I figured we would have, again, two candles One candle will be made to light in thanksgiving, because I feel like oftentimes when we pray both to God and also to saints, we're asking for their intercession, and we're asking, it's a prayer of petition. And I feel like often, at least in my own life, I forget to offer prayers of thanksgiving as well. If you listened to last week's episode, you heard how it has recently been made known to me how much blessed Pier Giorgio Fursati has been so instrumental in the life of my husband and I, um, in our courtship, in our marriage, and continuing into our father and motherhood. And so I want to make my Thanksgiving candle for him so that when I light that candle, I can give him thanks for Again, his intercession that he's already proven throughout our marriage. 
and also for the many blessings that he desires to shower on us as well. Of course, just to emphasize the Catholic understanding of this whole praying to saints and them interceding for us is, of course, all through the merits of Christ, the grace of Christ. But in making us a part of his body, he has willed that we participate in the distribution of these graces by praying for one another. But anyways, again, reference last week's episode if you have questions on that. All that being said, Pure Giorgio will be my prayer candle of Thanksgiving this year. And the concept for the second candle that I would like to make is of a saint that I would like to learn more about and read their writings if they have any, and just grow in devotion to, again, as I talked about last week, the saints desire our holiness as well. They want us in heaven with them. And so, as many of them as we can make our friends in this life, the more they will help to draw us to Christ in that ultimate destiny that God desires for us. So, for this saint, I have chosen Saint Teresa of Avila. I am very drawn to Carmelite spirituality. I absolutely love their charism of praying for the souls in purgatory, of living an ascetic life. And so I would like to learn more and grow closer to her. So these two different prayer candles are kind of the first thing that my husband and I have agreed to adopt and test out this year in celebrating All Saints Day and remembering them throughout the month. The second thing that we're planning on doing kind of dovetails off of the candle concept. I am an avid reader. I absolutely love reading. However, since we've had kids, uh, it's kind of become one of those things that has been put on the back burner. And so I also want to add a couple of books on my to-do list, and yes, I'm going to put them on my to-do list along with the laundry and scrubbing the toilet and going grocery shopping because I've decided that I want to make that part of my priorities. And so during November, I will be reading a compilation of Blessed Pure Giorgio Forsati's letters to his friends and family. It's printed by St. Paul's Press, and I've had it for a couple of years, and I've wanted to read it, but it's just never, again, made it on top of my priority list. So that one I'm adding, and again, that couples with the first candle of Thanksgiving. And the second book I'm adding is The Way of Perfection. And this is supposedly a spiritual classic. And of course, it's written by the saint of my second candle, which is St. Teresa of Avila. So I will be striving to dive into both of those again throughout the whole month of November. Um, So I'm even planning on making a reading schedule for myself just so I can be accountable to myself. Again, we need to find these different ways that appeal to us to re-energize us for our vocation as wives and mothers. And again, reading is one of those things that really edifies me. The third thing that my husband and I plan on doing to live out this liturgical solemnity is to pray the Liturgy of the Hours both for the vigil before, which is Halloween night, 
and also for morning and evening prayer of the Solemnity of All Saints Day. Now, I am fortunate to have, it's kind of a symbolized version of the full divine office, which comes in several volumes. I can't remember how many, but religious and the ordained pray it every day. That's part of their vocation and part of their dedication to living out a life of prayer. But anyways, the simplized layman version is called Christian Prayer. It's a single volume. It's a pretty thick book, but it's relatively approachable. If you've never prayed it before, I would recommend trying to find somebody who has because there is a little bit of flipping back and forth in the book and it's so incredibly helpful to just learn it with another person. If you don't have access to Christian prayer or you don't know anybody who knows how to pray it, there are tons of resources out there now. There is an app called Laudate that I like to use. I believe there's also a podcast of the Divine Office or Liturgy of the Hours that you can search in iTunes or whatever podcast app you have. So again, real quick. Number one, prayer candles, one for Thanksgiving, one for growing in devotion to two different saints. Two, picking out a selection of those saints' writings in order to foster that relationship and devotion to them and edify us in our own spiritual life. And three, praying the liturgy of the hours to solemnize uh, Halloween, to kind of take back the holiness of the holiday. Now again, our kids are still very young and not even close to the point of remembering different experiences that they're going to have this year. But my husband and I are brainstorming different things that we can do as a family to help celebrate this great feast of the church. And so we've also picked out three things that we'll pursue doing as a family. Number one, of course, is going to Mass together for the feast. We probably won't be doing the vigil for All Saints just because we are going to do the whole dressing up and trick-or-treating thing with our kids. Uh, We both have very fond memories doing this as kids, and we really see no harm in it. I know there's difference of opinions out there on it, um, and you're welcome to look up different articles or blog posts that people have written for or against doing the whole trick-or-treating thing. But again, we've decided as a family that that's something that we want to do, that we want our kids to experience So that will be what we're doing with the kids on Halloween. However, we're definitely going to make it to Mass on the actual Solemnity of All Saints Day. And whether we make it in the morning, uh, we might do a Mass and donuts afterwards as a little treat for the Solemnity. Uh, Or in the evening, maybe we'll get some ice cream or something to, again, mark the fact that it's a very important day in the church and to celebrate You know, they're called feast days for a reason. We're supposed to kind of live it up, you know, not um, in a way that's extravagant or that loses sight of what we're celebrating, but we are supposed to enjoy things of this life, again, in their proper place without compromising our focus on and relationship in the Lord. The second thing we're planning on doing as a family 
is constructing a personalized litany of the saints and chanting it that evening of the feast. If you've ever been to an Easter Vigil Mass, you may have heard the Litany of the Saints being chanted or sung during the liturgy. And my husband and I have always loved this part of the liturgy. It's one of our favorite things we you know, wait for every year. Uh, again, if you listened to last week's podcast, we had the Litany chanted at our wedding ceremony. And so we again want to incorporate that into our All Saints Day celebrations with our family going to take the pre-existing litany of the saints and add in our own patron saints, our confirmation saints, and those of our children. And also, again, as they get older, we'll have them pick out certain saints that they have learned about and look up to. And we'll probably make candles for them at that point as well. The third thing that we know we want to do with our kids as they get older is to talk about or read about a different saint at least once a week uh, throughout the month of November. There's a great online resource called holyheroes.com, and I swear I'm not getting any kind of affiliate whatever <laughs> for this. It's just a gold mine of a resource. I mean, they have tons of free activities. They have what they call glory stories, which are narratives of the lives of different saints. They have Sunday mass prep for each week of the year. Uh, print out coloring book pages, educational DVDs. I mean, if you've never heard of this site, you really need to go check it out like now because it's absolutely amazing. Again, I plan on using it for my kids as we strive to evangelize them the best we can. So again, the three things that we'll do as a family to celebrate All Saints is going to Mass together and getting some kind of treat afterwards chanting the litany of the saints and adding in our own personal devotions and patrons to that, uh, probably the evening of that night. And we'll even light our candles at that time. And I think it'll be just a beautiful experience for, for all. <laughs> and, uh, and the third thing is to check out the Holy Heroes resources, especially the narratives of the lives of saints. Again, at least once a week during the month of November, to kind of continue that celebration of the solemnity and onward. So this year's goals are pretty basic, um, but hopefully that means that they're easy to follow through on. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to hear what your different traditions are or certain resources that you've heard of. Please don't hesitate to comment on the podcast or send me an email or message me on social media. Again, my email is lovelyb4610 at gmail.com. I do have a Facebook set up. You can find it by searching lovelyb on Facebook. You can find me online on my website at lovelyb.org. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you have time, leave a review. The more reviews this podcast can receive, the more Catholic women and mothers will be able to find this podcast in their search. Thank you so, so much in advance. It really means a lot to me. Until next week, know that you're lovely and know that I wish you a happy and holy Halloween. 
God bless and take care. 